0: Now, to take advantage of it properly, you got to invest in that education. And that's what you're here for. That's what I'm here for. So let's learn together. Hey, this is Jay Crypto once again. And in today's video, I want to talk about the conflicting narrative of Bitcoin. I want to talk about some of the adoption of cryptocurrency and kind of, you know, paint a narrative that whatever the markets are doing currently, cryptocurrency is happening bigger and faster than ever. And it's only a matter of time, guys. It's only a matter of time. So without further ado, I just want to say I'm not a financial advisor. Everything that I tell you guys is entertainment. It's all for fun. Just take it as comedy. And that being said, let's get into it. All right. A little subliminal message up there to subscribe to the channel. (laughs) Okay, cryptocurrency is very risky. Let's just take a look at the markets. We got Bitcoin having a pretty big bounce. I think it was at 28,000 the other day. And we've seen some conflicting narratives whether it will keep going up or whether this will be a bearish short-term trend, and I'm going to show you guys a couple of things, but first off, let's just take a look at something huge that's been in the works and is continues to be in the works. Uh, I want to get into the current status with El Salvador, and they've decided to accept taking legal tender. Uh, Bitcoin is legal tender. So this was a little bit of a interview between two people, but I think that CoinDesk's um lovely lady right here paints this narrative pretty well. So let's just hear her out and then we'll get into the-, the
1: World Bank rejecting a request from El Salvador to assist the country in implementing Bitcoin as legal tender. Reuters
0: reporting Wednesday the bank which is an international financial institution offering grants and loans All right, did you guys hear that the World Bank denies El Salvador's request for technical assistance on Bitcoin. This is no surprise, guys. The bank does not want Bitcoin. They may say it's because of environment. They may say it's because of security, right? That it's, it's used for money laundering. It's used for criminal activity. But the truth is that Bitcoin is the most transparent means of financial transportation that we've ever had. And there are ways for infrastructures to, there are ways for infrastructures to be built adding even more security to Bitcoin. But it already is the most secure and decentralized cryptocurrency there is. The real reason in my opinion, and I'm putting on my tinfoil hat real quick for this one, that the banks will always have a reason and always claim that it's not secure even if it's a 100% because right now we're at like 40% uh, green energy being used in Bitcoin. This is huge. This is massive. Per capita Bitcoin has the most uh, green energy being used in almost any industry. So it's pretty crazy that we're seeing the energy narrative still going. I have debunked this a couple of times and shown other people debunk it. Um, however, it's just a result of a very disruptive technology catching flames. And I believe that the World Bank is somewhat worried. It's kind of you know taking the leverage and control because they wanna create these CBDCs, which I believe are also very important. For economies to be able to manipulate their own currency for, you know, crazy volatile uh, climates economically. However, and I'm not saying every country needs to make Bitcoin the reserve currency, but accepting it as legal tender is a pretty good step, I think. Um, that being said, let's hear a little bit more. ...to low-income countries said
1: Bitcoin is, quote, not something the World Bank can support given the environmental and transparency shortcomings. But El
0: Salvador
1: leaders are undeterred. The ambassador of El Salvador to the United States, Melania Mayorga, tweeting her arrival with more than 30 crypto entrepreneurs Wednesday to find ways to boost the economy and make the country's new signed Bitcoin law a success.
0: All right, so now let's go into this here. Job
2: shot
0: of truly separating money from government watch this
2: 70% of people they don't even have a bank account so some banks may be upset yeah but they are not taking care of 70% of our people all right
0: so this is a clip i'm taking from a video i saw on altcoin daily's channel and this was in response to the world bank's response to el salvador this is the uh current um president of el salvador speaking in response to the banks and he's just said yeah, I mean, the banks, you know, they, they can say that it's not, uh, or let's even go back and hear that one more time. Here,
2: They don't even have a bank account.
0: So some Bitcoin is El Salvador's best shot of truly separating money from government.
2: Watch this. 70% of people, they don't even have a bank account. So some banks may be upset. Yeah, but they are not. So 70% of people don't even have a
0: bank account. In El Salvador so some banks may be upset but they're not taking care of the people the current system isn't taking care of everybody so what's wrong with trying a new
2: system now let's hear what, what he has to say taking care of 70 percent of our people i mean it's not like it's not like we're doing good in the old system so why not try a new system that it looks good to me i mean for me, it looks it looks bulletproof. I'm, I'm pretty sure this is going to work, not only for us, but for humanity, because it's a, it's a leap forward for humanity. Instead of being in the hands of somebody that could decide your fu- monetary future from one day to another with, without consulting you or anything or without caring what you, what's going to happen to you or your people, why not the system that it's open and free? It, it sounds a lot... More appealing to me than the old than the old system
0: all right guys so let's get a counterpoint and this is more of a market kind of point if you're thinking about investing in Bitcoin I follow this guy his name is Ivan and he has this really beautiful channel for covering a lot of trader trader type of information um, he looks pretty funny here if you're watching the video um, but shout out to a- Ivan I thought this was a really educational perspective from somebody who lives and breathes trading on the cryptocurrency market and has a reputation for being very, very accurate in the short to near term. So that was macro. Let's go micro. What's happening with Bitcoin? When should you buy it? Should you hold out? Should you keep buying? Does anybody really know? could it go to 0 could it go to 100,000 could it go to 500,000 is now your really your last chance or maybe just do you put 10 20 bucks a week and just not think about it well let's hear what Ivan says about the short term to near term for a couple minutes
1: here grandpa is rising from the grave the grave all the way at $28,000 it was absolutely insane job that we did see a few days ago and I warned you guys on this channel we warned you that this pump right here is not something to be excited about while many people were saying now it's recovery now it's time to go to the moon to new all-time highs no guys we have a big big downward trend all the way from $65,000 in a downward trend you will always have small upward trends just like the one we had here on June 9th approximately when El Salvador adopted Bitcoin it gave us a small pump but as you can see we didn't even reach any of the moving averages we're still way below them and then we plunged back not to be that guy but exactly exactly like predicted in the video we did here you remember in the last video we told you that, look, this pump right here, nothing to be uh, very happy about or, or, you know, jumping from joy. And we did plunge all the way to 27, 28. Now we are recovering quite forcefully, quite significantly. And the big question is, can we jump from joy now or should we sit back, relax and enjoy another fall? This time maybe all the way to 20k. Let's discuss in this episode. Let's start by zooming out a bit. As you can see, Bitcoin has had this insane pump all the way from March 15th, 2020. All the. All right, so I love this guy's accent. So basically, we had a pretty big,
0: you know, downward spike just a couple days ago to $28,000. And I'm not a trader, I'm not a financial advisor. But let me simplify it. Right now, we bounce all the way back up to $34,000. And a lot of people who are new to crypto, they are kind of getting a little bit nervous. I think everyone's getting nervous because if you have funds on the side, you're wondering, should I buy Bitcoin or should I wait for it to go down? And maybe you already bought at the top. Maybe that's like a terrible experience, but maybe you want to buy more at the at the bottom and, and keep stacking Satoshis, do what you gotta do. But I do want to say that it's very possible based on the information that he says, that we will go all the way back down to $20,000. So it's also possible that that won't happen in the short term and we may continue to consolidate is what they call when we kind of move in a linear fashion. And I just wanted to bring this to your attention because I cover a lot of DeFi, but some people are true long-term investors in just the crypto. And the DeFi is really... A guinea pig experiment if you're a DeFi user you're you're a guinea pig I'm a guinea pig on DeFi and if you're using DeFi you're you're using the very like base layer of blockchain you're on the blockchain doing things but if you're just an investor and you're trying to learn about crypto I mean guys the easiest way when you're first starting is really to dollar cost average (laughs) like (laughs) commit a portion of your money This is what I would suggest to my favorite friend or a spouse or a family member. It's just like commit a portion of your money and just over time continue to buy and don't stop until you reach your goals. So that's what I would say to anybody that's freaking out or panicking. Um, Moving on, New York City's, this is other bullish news about Bitcoin though. So I'm going to give you guys a macro trend of what's happening here New York City's mayoral front runner pledges to turn city into Bitcoin hub. Within the same month, talk of the United States' budding capital of crypto has seemingly shifted its center from Miami to New York City. I don't really believe this, to be honest with you guys. I still think New York City is definitely the... um, is uh, nowhere close to Miami. But I could be wrong. I mean, New York City just has a lot of potential. And if it's true what he says... Or whoever gets elected, because as we'll see, there's kind of two people in this pro crypto type of deal going on. But I mean, New York City does have a lot of potential. Either way, it's interesting. So June opened with feverish excitement about the largest Bitcoin BTC event in history being hosted in Miami. And the city's mayor, Francis Suarez, has taken a series of steps to strengthen his bid to. Make Miami the top spot for crypto, not just nationally, but globally. So I really, you know, have been following Miami quite a bit. And I do think it is the crypto capital of the U.S. It would, I would have to see a lot of changes to New York. This may just be a, you know, a politician's promise. I don't know too much about either of these candidates, but let's keep looking. Yet with U.S. pundits, and I'm not talking about the guy from Miami, uh, or I'm not talking about Francis, excuse me. I'm talking about these guys from New York is is who I'm not sure if it's a political promise or if it's the real deal because Miami's doing it. Miami is doing it. New York, they're saying they're, they're going to make it happen. So let's just keep checking. If you're from New York and you're in touch with what's happening, let me know because New York, obviously, if you're an insider or you've just heard some different info and some stuff has actually happened, just drop it in the comments because the truth is, that New York is really a global uh, city, if you think about it. It's one of those cities that globally is well known and leads in trends similar to San Francisco, similar to how Miami's doing things. So it's kind of something, it's one of our cities here in the US at least. And I do have a very wide audience from all sorts of countries in fact i have a lot of people from the netherlands so shout out to the netherlands i have a lot of people from the uk i have a lot of people from australia canada and russia so previous to the russians um and uh and 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 a bunch of cool places but i'd say san francisco new york miami are some of those cities that just you know tend to be a little or texas too tend to be Really, really innovative, um, and if you think about all the cities, some of them are Democrat, and some of them are Republican. So I'm not getting political or anything. It's just it, those are the cities that tend to see be seen as a global trend leader uh, from our country list in the U.S. So let me read this one more time. Yet, with U.S. pundits now focused on New York City's mayoral race, the current front runner for the Democratic nominee, Eric. Adams has at least momentarily stolen the limelight from Suarez and his plans. Ah, I wouldn't say that, but let's see. He's got to do it. He can't just promise it. He's got to really win and do it and stuff. On election night on Tuesday, soon after voting had closed for the primaries, Adams pledged, I'm going to promise you in one year, one year, you're going to see a different city. We're going to become the center of life science the center of cybersecurity, the center of self-driving cars, drones, the center of bitcoins, plural. He says bitcoins, so multiple, multiple bitcoin. He's saying he's gonna be the center. He's gonna make New York the center of bitcoins. Also all bitcoins, the center of bitcoins will be New York. Okay, that's what he says. We're going to be the center of all technology. Will this happen? Will it come true? We will see. But nonetheless, Bitcoin being popular enough for a, uh, you know, whether it's Democratic or Republican, it seems like uh, people are humans, because I'm sure there's other political parties out there in different countries and different. But in the US, that's really how it goes. It goes uh, Democratic, Republican. So humans are recognizing the potential of crypto no matter what side they're on. And that, I believe, is a beautiful thing, ladies and gentlemen so let's move on here so what do we got here we got crypto adoption rising steadily throughout price crash and if you think about it crypto is one of the most progressive technologies but it's also one of the most entrepreneurial and capitalistic so it's beautiful because it can connect both sides of the aisle or it should it really should anyways let's keep going here key takeaways global macro investor expects 1 billion crypto users by the end of 2023 as numbers continue to grow exponentially since 2019 ethereum has been faster adoption than bitcoin itself the number of DeFi users has almost tripled since the start of the year so i've said this a few times i think even if the market crashes we're still going to see DeFi being used uh 1 billion crypto users by 2024 Raoul paul's global macro investor and as you guys know, I like Ralph Paul. I think he's very, very like, uh, business savvy and he knows macro trends and he takes those macro trends and he applies them to certain asset classes. And the guy just knows what he's doing and still expecting the total amount of crypto users to rise to one billion by the end of 2023. The firm compares the rate of adoption of crypto to that of the Internet itself, now, then crypto is actually being adopted at, at a faster pace. And here's the chart here that shows it than the World Wide Web. So we're going a lot faster, a lot faster than the Internet adoption. And I've said this before in my podcasts. When you take technology from here on out, the adoption of technology will always be quicker because as new technologies come out we're going to be changing and innovating on top of them quicker and quicker and quicker in an exponential rate this is a cool one major league baseball has adopted ftx as official crypto major league baseball has partnered with cryptocurrencies derivative platform ftx as a sponsor of official crypto exchange brand. Key takeaway, Major League Baseball and FTX announced an official partnership. The partnership is the first ever between a professional sports league and a crypto brand. Congratulations for being a pioneer. Major League Baseball. The five-year deal is the the latest in a growing list of FTX sponsorships. Major League Baseball has just announced its partnership with FTX, the first ever sponsorship of a professional sports league by a crypto brand the biggest sports partnership in crypto the partnership will expose millions of mlb fans to the ftx platform in a five-year deal ftx patches will be placed on umpire uniforms in all games starting from mid-july additionally the exchange attained group players rights and i'm pretty sure i actually covered this when they when the miami um baseball i think it was was the um i think it was actually ftx so there was a major league baseball team out of miami that called their stadium now the ftx arena and i covered that story maybe a few weeks ago so as it shows and you know new york can say that they're the cutting edge but right now miami's doing stuff so let's see it from new york baby i'd love to see it from new york um that'd be great that would be fantastic I think you know salesforce being in san francisco has led the charge by just adopting V chain so or uh, uh yeah V chain supply chain crypto so i'd like to see more stuff though not just from companies but from actual states and governments that would be very interesting to see but sports are you know basically a nice little uh a pretty big sector actually sports really do connect humans I believe that. And it's cool to see crypto and FTX partnering with, obviously, the MLB. So let's move on here. Uh, This is something, again, that I mention a lot. But let's read this. New report suggests Ethereum holders DeFi helping ETH from crashing below 1.7 thousand. So if you listen to my podcast, then you'll hear that in a a few different times, I've mentioned basically this notion. This this cosmic effect where I believe DeFi and the crypto market are in a way becoming separate. And the reason I believe this is because I think when the crypto market crashes, DeFi will sustain itself and it will be correlated at first to the crash of the crypto market. But then I believe once uh, or, or when the crypto market goes way up, right? then I don't think DeFi will see as big of a adoption. I really don't at first because I think that the, the the use case of DeFi is very fascinating. Though it uses crypto and it's obviously correlated because as assets appreciate and depreciate, then yeah, you could say that there's less money in the crypto market. The actual adoption of DeFi, I think, will continue to grow no matter if the market decreases or increases in a similar rate. In fact, if the market increases, yeah, DeFi might grow a little bit quicker because there's more exposure. And this is happening. So a new report suggests Ethereum holders, DeFi, helping. So basically people using Ethereum on DeFi, they are helping Ethereum's price from crashing below $1.7,000. And there's actually a chart that you can see where you see short term holders okay as well are selling and you can see that because the yellow the orange and the red illustrate capitulation sell-offs um fear you know fear wanting to to just kind of get rid of their crypto holdings but from Glassnode, but you can also see in this next chart that long-term holders, they're still in the euphoria stage at one point seven thousand. So it's an interesting time. It's a very interesting time. The only people that are freaking out are the short-term holders because, you know, obviously they probably bought at a different price. Right? They probably bought at a far different price. So that being said, guys, that's what I got for you. One other plug real quick. For those of you starting to use Matic, you don't even need your own gas. This isn't a sponsor either. I'm not sponsored by pretty much anybody. If anybody wants to sponsor me, I will look at what you do. And if I believe that it's good for, you know, the people that uh, do my channel, then I'd be happy to work with you. However, I wanted to give this to all you DeFi users of Matic looking for some news as well. This is a place you can go. It's called Matic.supply right? And it's polygon faucet and you just connect your wallet and then it will pull up your metamask. And if you don't have any polygon, you need to make sure that your RPC is connected to the polygon blockchain, but it will give you free gas fees up to a hundred transactions roughly. So you don't need a lot of gas on the polygon network. It's very, very cheap to operate DeFi on the polygon network. However, I just wanted to put this on your radar I like to do that for you guys who are starting crypto or maybe you're around and you're just looking for other ideas anyways thank you for watching this is Jay Crypto once again I appreciate you and as always like subscribe and uh, I always put a subliminal message right here so I don't want to make it too subliminal that's why I'm going to mention it but without further ado take care have a great week